Welcome to Don't Embarrass a Family Name, where we share our crazy and very relatable stories from our lives. Remember when you are younger and your mom would drop you off at your friend's house and she'd roll the window down and say, Don't embarrass the family name. We heard that all of our lives. Join us as we share our stories on how we navigate through our chaotic lives while trying not to embarrass the family name. Welcome back to Don't Embarrass a Family Name. It's been a minute. A hot minute, yeah. What have we been up to? Um, Well, if you guys notice, we have a new song. Yes. And it is actually our dad. It is. He wrote a song for our podcast. Um, Him and his band that he plays with, uh, they put a really cool song together for us. We're, We're super excited and happy. And we are actually introducing our guests here. We have mom and dad. Yay! Yay! Yay. Hey! Thank you for What's inviting up? us. <laughs> yeah. We felt like it was very fitting to have the new song that you created for us and then have it on yeah. your podcast, the first time that you guys are on a cool. podcast. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait to hear it on that. Release on, on your guys' first podcast with us. <laughs> wait, so what's your band's name so that way we can make sure that we get it? Well, I mean, we're in the midst of changing it right now. It was Chewing the Flamingo. And that has a story behind it. I would, uh, we were at our friend's house, Richard and Bernie, and they just got a new pool. And his dog was out running around the pool, and they had a new flamingo toy for the pool. And then um, he he was. We were sitting there drinking, uh, and then he saw the dog. And he's yelling at the dog. He stopped chewing the flamingo. And then I was like, "Wouldn't that be a cool band name?" And yeah, it's been our band name. But we're looking for another one now. So. So any recommendations, please let us know. You can listen to the song. It'll be in the intro and the outro. And maybe we can help name Dad's band. I did I did offer up to the group uh, Exit 254. And you know what that exit is. So is that I don't need to go into it. <laughs> oh, my God. It's you, your exit. If you'd like to listen to the roadside attraction, you'll get the entire story. I think that was episode, like, Two, two or three yeah i just listened ones. to that one today and yeah. one of the things you said is that you're going to bring back the name of the road you forgot to say the name of the road on there and you're going to get badger, from dead. badger springs you we drive past it every single time we go to Flagstaff. <laughs> yes we do <laughs> and we were literally just in sedona this weekend mm-hmm. and drove past it as well yep yep <laughs> we did not stop <laughs> thank you and because I, we I, had you in the car with us <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah you were in the car huh going up there oh yeah i was trying to think i was like wait was i in the car yes i was you were in the car oh my gosh so before we get into questions and stuff i'm kind of interested and i'm sure kayla is too what are you guys thoughts about our podcast so far and any good question oh i'm so proud of you guys and what you've done and um we actually set up baka tonight on spotify so that way she could start uh, listening because she's been hearing about it from dad and i and uh she wasn't sure how to get on there, so we set her all up. So you have a new, you'll have a new uh, a new listener, a new, new listener. listener. <laughs> cool. But yeah, we talk. I talk about it with my friends at work and how proud I am of you guys and what you're doing. So it's exciting. It's it it's so cool to hear your guys' voices and your stories on your side of growing up and what's gone on in your lives and how you feel felt with it all you know what's funny is roman had a work event and he was telling um his manager about our podcast and that next day he started listening to it and he's like (laughs) 
your wife and her sister is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Rebel Boss listening nice. on the, pod, the podcast. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's just so cool to just kind of think about those old stories and what happened mm-hmm. and and then some new stuff too that I didn't know about. <laughs> like it's not a cigar? Yeah. <laughs> yes, well, we, we knew there would be some things that we should be surprised as Kayla and I have had multiple conversations we're like where do we want to go with this? And then we also <laughs> like, say like too far? technically it's expl- explicit um, <laughs> but Honey actually listened to our last one and she's like mom I didn't know that you curse so much. <laughs> but sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great. So we have, uh, it's actually going to be a pretty long one. I think we're going to split it up into two different series, but um, a lot of this is going to be talking about stories from your guys' perspective. Mm-hmm. And then also I'm sure it'll bring up stories from Kayla and myself from when we were younger. Um, so we're going to start off with kind of the younger years. Um, so what is something that you remember most about your guys' teenager years? Because Kayla and I have talked about how teenage years is, like, that was very defining yeah, for us impactful. as people. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just curious what your your guys' teenage years were like. Um, mine, listening to the podcast that you guys have done, um, had a lot of Kayla's similarities to it. Um, I didn't have a lot of friends growing up in school. I spent a lot of time at home with uh, my siblings um didn't really go out didn't do a whole lot of stuff through my um, elementary middle school um in high school i started getting more involved into um, having a few friends which were my brother's friends we had joint friends and stuff but um really growing up was more um, more about um, being at home and taking care of what need to be taken care of there mm-hmm. yeah because you were, you're the oldest daughter. 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 Yeah, so I come from a family of four from my mom's side, um, oldest being my um, brother Dave, and then I have a younger sister, Denise and Danny, from my mom's side. And then I know you guys have talked on the podcast before about the whole brown side, mm-hmm. which is um, my dad's side, and I have two other brothers and three other sisters from my dad's side. We get to see two of those. I know. We get to see two of them next week. I know. I'm (laughs) so jealous. That's right. So excited. We get to hang out with Uncle Jamie and Aunt Haley. Yeah. (laughs) Well, when you see them, remind them who took care of you, who birthed you, (laughs) and maybe sometime they can call me and invite me to something (laughs) fun. But doesn't doesn't that make you proud of how fun your daughters are? That they want (laughs) to hang out with your daughters? Of course. Well, let's kind of make this uh, picture a little better. My youngest daughter is your guys's age, so yeah. my youngest daughter is younger than Kayla is. So um, that's perfect. I mean, my youngest sister yeah. is younger than my younger daughter. Mm-hmm. So, um, but my um, brother that they're going to be hanging out with, Jamie, is um, the next after me. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then Jamie, yeah, Jamie, and then Tracy. Tracy's younger than Jamie. That's yes. right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And then Charlie, and then Jesse, and then Haley. So Haley's the baby. The little baby. So lots of siblings. I hope you guys have a blast with them. I'm sure you will. I can't wait to hear the stories. Are you guys going to do like a remote broadcast from there? Too, Actually, yeah, that's funny that. that you say that. Um, we are going to be podcasting live from Coachella. Wow. Yeah. That's gonna, awesome. Potentially, I don't know what it's going to be like. Just forewarning everybody yeah. because it might be a little bit of a shit show. Mm-hmm. 
How was it going to be earlier in the day or later in the day? Because that's what's probably be gradually. <laughs> probably both, as long as we remember. But yeah, yeah. It'll, be, it'll be super yeah. fun. That would be awesome. Yeah. Okay, I guess my childhood was great. I mean, I, I grew up in a small town, Tucson, Arizona. Uh, not too many people know about it, but it's outside the Grand Canyon. And it was just great. Small town, you kind of knew everyone. My high school, junior high days were all just great because you kind of knew everyone. Um, yeah, I was just awesome. I was, uh, highly involved in high school. I was, uh, I think I told you guys I was the, uh, involved in student council, put on a couple of proms, was student council president my, my senior high. Uh, you played all the sports there because there's nothing else to do with small town. <laughs> Weren't you the prom king? I was, yeah, I was the prom king. I give him well. a, I Where did we go him. wrong? No. So this has <laughs> well, not when you have a class of only kids. what fourteen, you become the prom king. And well, no, it's a whole school. I think there was like seventy ish in there. So, but that's still yeah, very but yeah. It was I was yes. highly involved in high school because, and really, it's because there's nothing else to do. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So it was just yeah, it was great. I mean, I just uh, yeah, I love the whole experience. But it was just different going to a small school. I I mean, like I can't even imagine like Flagstaff. And I know Flagstaff's still small, but going to a school of you know, hundreds or, or maybe a thousand people. Like, yeah, that's even crazy. DV DV was yeah. over. Yeah, that was huge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was really big. You kind of get lost in it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how I feel. Like that didn't happen to me. You couldn't get lost. That's because cool. yeah, you were just part of a small community of people, and you saw the same people. But I still got in trouble a lot. I was gonna say. <laughs> so did everybody know everybody's business? Because I feel Pretty like much. it yeah. was already like that at a bigger school where everybody knew who that what this person did, who yeah. this person oh, yeah. did. So it would like Grandma Tilly know things before like you got home and stuff. Oh yeah, so one time I, I in where I grew up in this little town Tucson, there was a couple hotels there, and I was at the pool at night with um, some friends of mine, and I just accidentally not, it was during winter too knocked a chair into the pool, walked home, which took ten minutes. By the time I got home, my dad said, "Do you want to tell me something?" I'm like, "No, what do you mean?" He's like, "What did you do?" I'm like, I didn't do anything. I was just at the at the pool. We were just talking and came back. He's like, no. What happened at the pool? So by the time we got home, five, ten minutes later, someone had called him from, they saw me knocking in. They called him. He had me go back. It was middle of winter at night and uh, get the um, chair out of the pool. What? Oh, okay, and there was, no, there was no sweeper or a you long had to get pole. In, get in? I had to get oh. in and get out. Oh my gosh. But can I just tell you that like that whole situation like still lives on. I snuck into hotel pools all the time when I was younger. <laughs> Me too. Because you didn't we didn't have a pool, so it was like, well, we can't go to the public pool, so might as well yeah, sneak into the hop over a couple well, Yeah. In Flagstaff it was kind of the same way. Um we would go pool hopping. So um because in Flagstaff, nobody had personal pools anywhere. It was the only pools they had in town were the hotel pools. Mm-hmm. So Darlene and I would go and sneak into the Holiday Inn pool. That was our pool that we'd always <laughs> go to. Inn. Yes. So Did you guys ever get caught? We never got kicked out of them. We would just, like, on our way back, we'd walk over by another hotel, and we would stop by that one. Jeez. But it was always fun. That's so cool. Yeah, that li- definitely lives the test of time. <laughs> Is there um, is there a story or anything that you ever did to embarrass the family name when you guys were younger? Mm, I don't know about embarrassing the family name um, so much. Um, 
sometimes I felt like I was the, the embarrassment of the family name sometimes. But getting um, being in a town as Flagstaff with grandparents who um, they're the ones that knew everybody in um, in town and uh, driving a company car, you know, you get pulled over by the police and the next morning you do get that same call like dad did from <laughs> your grandfather that tells you that uh, what happened, why did you get pulled over? So, um, and it was just on my way home from work. So I really didn't get in a lot of trouble back then um, as, a, as a kid. Not really ever. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know if it's just like, I have a fear of like, getting into trouble but then there's sometimes too like things click in me where i'm just like i don't care i feel like that's where we meet equally half and half with mom and dad because like mom is like a rule follower yeah and we do we like to follow rules but once you kind of put a little liquid courage in us (laughs) we are like our father and we will just like enjoy it until we get in trouble and then we're like oh sorry (laughs) our bad Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah i think uh I mean, I embarrassed it a couple of times, I'm sure, but a couple of times I remember is that, uh, again, growing up in the small town, uh, we didn't have too many police there. The the Our actual one police guy lived across the trailer. We lived in a trailer park, of course. Trailer trash, yay. Single wife. <laughs> no. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> and he he was weird. He would, instead of patrolling, he would he would go outside and just turn his patrol car on and just sit in his driveway. For hours, lazy. <laughs> I, 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 not all times, just every time. I swear, I went out there. He'd be sitting there with his car on. And I'm like, "What are you doing?" Uh, but there was these um, uh, park rangers. So when you drive into Grand Canyon, the park it becomes the mm. park rangers. Right. And some of them just didn't like me. They remember this guy. One his his name was Smitty. <laughs> he just did not like me. Smitty. He, someone had told him that I was smug, I was a smuggler of fireworks, and that's oh. like worse than anything in the canyon. Fireworks could start a fire and blow up the canyon or whatever. So yeah, they were bad. Yeah, they were like yeah, all throughout the Grand Canyon. Yeah, that's how they, it was created, guys. They were just convinced, and they, he was convinced I was a smuggler that that uh, had fireworks all the time and was selling it to people or whatever. Uh, but there's one time I got stopped. And I, I was had a little sports car. It was a very small car. And um, he pulled me over. And he was like, okay, so where are they at? And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, the fireworks. I'm like, I don't have any fireworks. And I said, go ahead. Search my car. I mean, it was a really small car. Um, and he's like, I might just do that. I'm like, go ahead. I give you full permission. Well, in my gear shift, which it was a manual, I did have fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> That were hidden in there. It was like a leather gear shift that you would pull up and you could hide stuff in there. So I hid fireworks. I think I had a little knife, a little, some, just some stuff in there. And I, and I told him that. Then all of a sudden he's like, okay, I'm going to search it. And then I was like, oh shoot, I do have fireworks. <laughs> but he searched everywhere except that place. Really? I mean, he put his flashlight, but you couldn't see it because the way mm-hmm. it folded. Yeah. He took his flashlight in there and yeah, so... That got back to my dad, but my dad told him, I was like, he doesn't have fireworks. He doesn't even leave town. How is he going to get fireworks? But I don't remember how I got those ones. He figured out a way. I figured out a way, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think we got those when me and Alan took a a trip from uh, the canyon to Roswell, New Mexico, which is another story I'll tell you guys sometime. (laughs) But um, yeah, that was the only time. Uh, And then I got caught one time, too, because we had a Jeep, 
and it have it had it didn't have power steering it had manual steering mm-hmm. which i don't know if you ever driven that but the, the wheel goes like this yeah. like back and forth and then they pulled me over because and sure enough who was it smitty again and um because <laughs> it was someone else that stopped me but then smitty heard about it and then he had to come smitty over heard. there smitty's and, like wait you got you got a you got a madrill brother <laughs> heard and understood which one the older one or i'll be right there <laughs> yeah so then he was like you're drunk aren't are you drunk how many beers do you have and i was like I don't drink that much. <laughs> well, really, then I didn't. I was a young kid. I didn't start partying or drinking till my very first time I got drunk was in college at a Jewish fraternity party. So, a Jewish fraternity party? Yeah. My, my roommate was Jewish, and he became part of the Jewish fraternity. Cool. And it was my birthday that night, and I he asked me, he's like, well, what are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. I'm just kind of hang out here, I guess. I was no plans. He's like, no, you're coming with me. And uh, we went to this synagogue and met this big group of people. Then we went out bar hopping, and uh, it was the best night ever. Is there a high party? <laughs> Do they know how party? Oh yeah, oh yeah, nice. yeah. So I have affinity for Israel. I don't, you guys know that Israel, yeah. uh, anything Jewish, I just love. And it was because of that because yeah, my first <laughs> time partying that. with That's a Jewish so cool. fraternity party. Uh, in tucson and uh it's always stayed close to my heart after they that, like so. took you in <laughs> they took me in took care of me Aww. it was awesome <laughs> that's so cool i hope he uh hope you hope you do that's so cool though that's that's interesting i have a really similar story to the cop thing where i had i was at coming home from school when i went to conservatory of recording arts and sciences and it was like 3 a.m and I guess I must have like swerved or something and they pulled me over and they're like so have you been smoking weed and I was like no I'm coming home from school and they're like sure you're coming home from school what's in your car and I was like search my car I don't have anything in here like you'll see the school books like I literally just came from school and I remember they made me do a sobriety test and I was pissed because I had to be up for work at like 8 a.m the next I had to be at work at 8 a.m what test did they have you do the walk the line thing so he's like close your eyes and I was like, why? And he's like, if your eyes flutter, then it means that you're intoxicated. And my eyes <laughs> fluttered. And I'm like, I promise you I'm not intoxicated. Then we ha- they had me like walk the line and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like nervous because they're, I don't know, cops still make me nervous, even though I don't do anything mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was just, I feel like he was just trying to catch me for some reason. And I wasn't doing anything. Remember the one time when I was hangry and we got pulled over? On the freeway? Oh, uh, no, over off of, uh, uh, over at, uh. Um, uh, from um, the one not not um Chandler, but the next one over Ray Ray, mm-hmm. Ray and Forty Eighth Street, right there when we crossed over. No, you don't remember that. No, tell me. Uh, we, I crossed there, and you're not you you're not supposed to go. You're not supposed to go straight. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I was really angry, and he's mm-hmm. like, "You don't get out of the car when mm-hmm. the police stop you." And I was like, "I I just got so angry." At yeah, him. I was. He was mad. being a dick. Yeah. Yeah. A, a he was yeah he was major dick and i was and here i am you know how i am with my parents i'm super protective so <laughs> this little girl is like really wanting to like shout at this like cop like what is your problem <laughs> and and you are just like okay okay, okay all right you're just getting yelled at by this asshole who yeah he was really, just yelling at me yeah, yeah that's all he was doing i'm like where that's also the stupidest intersection that you can't go that's straight. where this is where yeah. mom cried, mom cried. What... <laughs> and now we have both parents that have been pulled over but for the, the same, same thing. thing it's so stupid though because why would you have a way to go straight mm-hmm. but then not allow people to go straight you can go right you can yeah. go left no you can't go left you can't go oh, left you, you can only go, go right yeah but the sign only says you can't make a left 
I didn't yeah, know that you can't straight. go straight. Yeah, it doesn't so say straight. So I went straight. It doesn't say that. Yeah. But I went straight and they pulled me over and I just got in this car and Tara's in the car with me on this one. And same thing. I didn't know. I was like so scared. I'm like, because I don't get pulled over very often at all. Well, I did get pulled over one other time when oh, you guys yeah. were kids. Oh, Do you remember that yeah, one? Yeah, that was. Oh my gosh. I had a car full of kids. The cop pulls me out of the car and says, um, we have a warrant for your arrest. And but I'm like, keep in mind that mom is like the most innocent person that you've probably ever met in like, your life. Like she does by the book. She does what 100%. she's told. She is a, she's I a good I could kid. not believe this. I'm I'm crying at this point. And I was pissed. I was like, why are you taking my mom? What are you doing? I'm the oldest one <laughs> mm-hmm. out of all of the kids. I, I remember yeah. that. That was crazy. And what was the warrant for? Smuggling? Or no. <laughs> smuggling? Extortion? <laughs> it was for when I was 19 years old. I wrote a check at a Walmart, and it was oh, in a different yeah. jurisdiction. Jurisdiction? Yeah. Jurisdiction. And in Mesa, and didn't even know about it. And the warrant was from back then. So I went to court. For, they didn't let me. They just wrote me a ticket and I had to go to court. They let me go because I had all these kids and they didn't know what to do with them. So basically, I got to go home and then I went to court. And the judge laughed when I got to court and mm-hmm. said, this isn't even in the same city. This is this this is so long ago. This cop was just a jerk to you. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, kind of. <laughs> so... But those are the only two times I can really remember being stopped by the cops. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about, um, what did you guys both do after graduating high school? Um, after graduating high school, we had this thing called the Senior Fling. And my girlfriend, Mary Wands, and I ended up going on this trip for Senior Fling. Um, I worked at uh, for my grandfather to be able to help save money and then they gave me the rest of the money to be able to go on this trip and it was to California so right after graduation the very next day um, a bunch of kids from the school loaded in a bus and we went to Disneyland they closed Disneyland that night and we had Disneyland all to ourselves all night long just flag high no it's all st- a high bunch schools. of schools oh. yeah so we went to Disneyland and then the no no hotels they didn't give it we had no hotels this whole time we were there so we did disneyland overnight the next day we um, went on a um, cruise to um, catalina island and then when we got back from catalina island we had that evening time where we went to knott's berry farm so then we were at knott's berry farm most of the night and then we got back on the bus and came home so there was no sleeping for any of that time frame Wow. So it was a lot of fun. So we did that. Um, that was just my, my big trip after co- uh, after high school. Cool. Um, at, right after high school, um, like the next His couple days so interesting. later, uh, me and a friend of mine, uh, Robert Martinez, who's a great friend of mine, mm-hmm. we'd always talked about just a road trip. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how I talked my parents into it, but they let me borrow. We had a big, huge truck then that that ate gas like crazy and and uh so we decided let's let's go somewhere sort of like let's go to san diego so we drove from uh from uh tucian which the grand canyon to uh to san diego but this was before you had internet or anything and i was like we'll just drive around and yeah no no phones phones. we'll just drive around and find a hotel and stay there we drove around for three hours 
we could not find a hotel. I didn't know about Hotel Circle back then. So uh, we <laughs> drove around. We finally found this really old hotel. Um, and then we're like, let's let's go into Mexico. Because back then, it was nothing mm. to drive to Tijuana. So like, let's specific. go to TJ and just have some fun. And like, we're going to go to a to a strip club and work because you could do in in mexico well then as it is now you could go into bars you could go mm-hmm. into strip club anything at at any really age. any age so yeah, really. so uh the next day we drove into tijuana which was weird because some of the streets there are actually like canals like you know if you're driving a canal down here in town like in phoenix mm-hmm. some of the roads go straight through canals so we Rode around there. We found this uh, like big, huge bar area had strip clubs and everything. We're like, let's go for it. Well, when, when you're walking around there, it's kind of like Vegas, where all these people try and get you to come into their club. Yeah. They're like, "Senor, come in my club." And uh, so we went in a couple places, and it was fun. It was kind of like Rocky Point. Yeah, you go in there. It's just mm-hmm. a just a small bar, but just a lot of fun, and you get cheap drinks. So we got some drinks. A lot and of then... chichis in Tijuana. <laughs> so then we. We saw a strip club and we were like, let's do it. So then this guy's like, come in. You're going to be VIP all the way. And then <laughs> we walk in. Before we even got in, We just, the door opened and you could see sunlight going in. And these were just kind of the roughest looking women I've <laughs> ever seen. It's like Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, it was wins. Tuesday at 2 o'clock. Oh, man. crew and it and i the sun opened up and they're just they kind of looked at us they look like vampires almost oh, no. and i was like i didn't feel good about it i was like dude <laughs> this now let's just keep walking he's like i'm out of here so yeah we never <laughs> actually went in there um, because yeah the, it was rough looking i mean very rough looking so um yeah so we just went around and uh and I, we actually ended up deciding to drive from tijuana all the way back to the united states but on the mexican side um it was like 400 five maybe 400 miles but it was just awesome there's lakes beautiful cool. pines uh didn't understand any a road sign we we just kind of had an old map that looked like it went across to yuma and it was awesome i just drove saw all these wonderful little mexican towns uh it was amazing yeah and then we get, drove back to yuma then we drove back up but it was just it was just a road road trip, and we everywhere we could stop and see something and meet people. Um, it was just great. And yeah, when we were driving to all these little Mexican towns, we would stop at try and find every bar we could, and just go in there and and just talk to people. And yeah, it was great. Cool. So once you guys graduated and everything, as far as like what you were doing after that, were you guys decided to go to school or did you guys work? Like, what did you guys decide to do after high school? Well, I got accepted to, um, well, I'll back up. So after that road trip, I, I got a, um, like kind of like an internship program to an, a Native American engineering program in um, Albuquerque, New Mexico at the University oh, cool. of New Mexico. And it was like a summer thing, like two months of just kind of seeing what engineers do. And it was just classes all day and working with scientists. And it was... It was actually super awesome. So I went there and did that. And that was like roughly two months. Um, the last day when I was there, uh, they brought me into a room and they offered me a scholarship. Oh. They offered me uh, free to basically free tuition, room and board. But I had already been accepted to the U of A in Tucson. Mm-hmm. So I decided, you know, I was just probably a stupid thing I did. But I was like, you know, I'm already accepted in Tucson. I've always wanted to, you know 
go to Tucson, U of A. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I went to U of, I went to Tucson, U of A, and it was great. I loved it there. It was just an amazing experience. Uh, but, yeah, I got this other offer that, you know, I look back, I was like, man, it could have been interesting if I did that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I went to uh, I went to U of A. Well, I went to U of A for a year. Then uh, Alan got out of school, my brother, and then he went to NAU. So I, I decided to uh, leave U of A and go to NAU and, and go to school there, too. So I never finished it, but we partied a lot. I was going to say, aren't awesome. they competitors? Aren't uh, U of A and, and then you competed, or you know, it's ASU. ASU. And, yeah, it's yeah. ASU. Yeah. To this day, I'm really the only Wildcat fan in the family. Everyone else has yeah, either Alan graduated Doug. from I'm U of A. Wildcat. Oh, you are? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, everyone else either graduated or loves ASU. Mm-hmm. I'm not an ASU fan at all. <laughs> Never will be. Uh, but yeah, everyone else in the family is. And correct me if I'm wrong, you almost didn't even make it to U of A. Oh, yeah. Drive, yeah right? I got in an accident. Yeah, I was, uh, I was driving from, uh, the can, the canyon. I loaded up everything I owned in this little tiny sports car I had, and uh, I was driving up from the canyon to Tucson, which is probably like four or five hours maybe mm-hmm. from there. And yeah, I fell asleep at the wheel, and um, and I and I hit a guardrail, <sighs> and uh, yeah, it just it was scary. It just like woke me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that feeling uh, so scary when you're mm-hmm. like. When you just, drift. especially like if if you drift a little bit and you hear the bumps, it's like oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Yeah, like, I mean, this one I hit the guardrail. Guard oh, that was so before scary. the bumps. So you know, all the, the only thing that woke you up back then was the guardrail. Guard yeah, they yeah. didn't have the bumps back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so I pulled over really quick because I, I in my head I was like I hit someone. I maybe hit a car or mm-hmm. something. So immediately I pulled over and I didn't see anything else or dust or anything but on the side of my car it had a big line down it so i could tell i hit the guardrail mm-hmm. so um, but a little side note too uh later on i was traveling and this was between phoenix and tucson and uh, i was traveling that same route and it's just strangest thing okay i don't know if this is fate or what but the only guardrail in that area that that was there to hit was that one like ahead of it like 10 miles there was no guardrail behind it like mm-hmm. 15 miles there's no guardrail so it's like if i wouldn't hit the guardrail i would have just went into mm-hmm. the middle of the lane and went into oncoming traffic it would have yeah. been ugly yeah. but yeah so i don't know if what that was i've never read that much into it but i was super lucky that day that, that i hit the guardrail and made it to u of a and it was great that's crazy so after well during high school my senior year i started cosmetology school so after I graduated, I continued with my cosmetology school, and then I moved to um, Phoenix after graduation and came down to uh, get my license, go to take my test, and I was just currently started dating Ambrose at that point, and at that point, um, he decided to move down here with me and got my license but decided not to stay with it. Mm. Which, I mean, you kind of did because you cut our hair for a very, very long time. Yes. But I was working for McDonald's at the same time, and McDonald's had more to offer me mm-hmm. with uh, uh, management, and um, it was actually paying me good money at that point and benefits. Who was it from Flagstaff? You cut his hair for years. Uh, Tim. Tim. Yeah. <laughs> she cut his hair for Tim Schrader. probably seven yes. years, huh? She cut his. He would come um, down here just to get just his hair cut. Just to get his hair cut. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. And then uh, Jimmy, um, I cut Jimmy's hair while I was in school. And 
um, was really mad at him one time, and I I cut his hair so short that his football helmet didn't fit him very well. So he didn't want me to cut his hair anymore. But that was because he I'm pissed sure he, me off. It's Jimmy. Like, yeah. Jimmy probably, probably did very something, to, yeah. something to deserve it. He would right. be a good guest, too, I'm just saying. He would Alex, be a, Alex, Alex is, is on the Oh, yeah. Alex would be a great yeah. guest. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, gonna be just don't put guest. both of them on at oh the God, same time. No. <laughs> yeah, Alex would be awesome. So you were talking about how around that time you met Dad. Tell us about how you guys met. So I was working at McDonald's and my roommate, Mary Wands, um, also worked at McDonald's um, and the guys, Ambrose and Alan, his brother, used to come by McDonald's and see Mary. And so I had briefly met them when they'd come into McDonald's. And then a few uh, weeks later, they'd come over, they were having a party and it just so happens our apartment complex was right across the street from their trailer that him and his brother were living in during college and came over and knocked on our door and invited us to a um, Thanksgiving Eve um, party at their house. So we went to that that night and um, I met, just kind of chatted with um, Ambrose for the longest time there and then I was teaching him how to pour beer. Like, he didn't really know how. Did you know how to pour beer? Of course. <laughs> I mean, we had, we had a keg. You know, you have to pump the keg. So I was and then, being and that. And then you have, to, you have to pour it so the foam yeah. goes mm-hmm. out. You have to yeah, do so it at the angle. At the angle. So she's like, no, you got it to the angle. I was like, oh, my gosh, I never heard of so, that. So, yeah. So he played it as he I was the one know. that tapped the keg, too. <laughs> the damsel in distress. <laughs> so we did that for a while. I um, to inter- kind of break the ice, and then we were playing um, nickel toss with wine. I was drinking wine, and he was doing the beer. And uh, so then that was our first night meeting, and he mm-hmm. kissed me that night. Mm-hmm. Aww, yeah, that's so cute. What were your thoughts of her when you first met her? Uh, well, I I met her at McDonald's probably a week or so before, or mm-hmm. something like that. And yeah, uh, she was. It was striking about her is her hair at the time was just big and poofy, kind of reddish. Okay, this was in the 80s. Let's this clarify the 80s, that. Yeah. It was just, she had huge hair, and then she had these wonderful green eyes, and then back then she had kind of a little bit of a, a, little? a gap in her tooth. Well, I was born in a little bit. She had a gap in her tooth, and it, she just looked different than anyone I'd ever Aww. seen. Um, so, yeah, and then she was giving us free food, too. So. <laughs> The way to a man's heart. Well, they can't fire me now. So So we would go there for free food. But yeah, that's what got me initially is that her hair and her eyes. and. How long did it take you to do your hair, Mom? Um, Well, I had a perm, so it didn't take very long back then (laughs) because we would do perms to make our hair frizzy and fluffy. But um, yeah, it wasn't wasn't too too much back then. So, how long did you guys date before you guys moved in together and like like started getting like super serious? Was it immediate or did, did it take time? Well, we met the, that was in eighty four, November of eighty four, and um, it was that was November. By that summertime um, is when we moved of to the Phoenix. Next year, right? Of eighty five, we yeah. moved to Phoenix. Oh, okay. And then we got married in eighty six. We got married in eighty six. So yeah. a year later, we lived together for just about a year. Yeah. Yeah, so it was pretty quick. So then it wasn't until, so your guys' first time living together would have been down here 
As um, opposed, you guys don't live together in Flagstaff? We, no. Well, we didn't live together in Flagstaff. What happened was, is when I moved to Phoenix to um, do my license and stuff, mm-hmm. um, Dad was still living up here in Phoenix, or he was living up in Flagstaff and going to EMT school at the point that point. Yeah. And so I had was in a um, car accident in Phoenix, and so I had no transportation or anything. My car was totaled. Um, the the one and only accident that has ever been my fault, knock on wood. But I went back to Flagstaff, and I kind of stayed between his trailer and uh, my mom's place mm-hmm. during that time frame, and my grandparents just kind of bobbing it back and forth until we made the decision to move to Phoenix together. Yeah, I graduated from uh, from EMT. EMT school, so then I I then had the ability to... Um, the plan was I was going to try and go for the fire department in Phoenix, but I have really bad eyes, so and I, that kind of stopped me from doing that. But then I had an, an EMT, emergency medical technician license, which you have to have for a firefighter. And I was like, well, let me go apply for an ambulance job. And I got one really quickly. So it was awesome. Cool. So it just kind of worked out and moving down here together. Yeah. 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 So it was a pretty scary move, though. <laughs> Tell us yeah. about it. So um, we came down a few weeks uh, prior to us our move-in date and um, found a place. Um, but the weekend of our move-in, um, Ambrose and my brother Dave came down to Phoenix to um, bring a load down. And we, uh, Evie and I came the very next day. But um, they had a little bit of a scary night, didn't you, Ambrose? Yeah. So, so yeah, we, we came down and... Uh, we 10 night. We had found... Uh, we found our apartment that we wanted, uh, and I had saved up. And we between us, we had I think it was like two ten, s- maybe seven hundred bucks yeah. or six hundred bucks, six or seven hundred bucks. That was going to be our deposit. That I was going to the next day when she came down, that we were going to give our deposit for our apartment. So uh, me and Dave got down on Friday. So then we're like, let's go out, let's have a good time. So we ended up going out. We ended up in Tempe. Just going to a bunch of bars over there. We ended up in this certain bar. I don't even remember the name of it. Uh, but we ended up at this bar and we're having a really good time. And then I just remember that to buy the two drinks was $2.10. Because every time we went up there, it was like two ten. I was like, yeah. And then I was just BSing with the barber. Then. You know, it was cheap <laughs> yeah. drinks, you know. two ten, two ten. Then I started buying everyone else drinks. And then we just having a good time and uh, got super, super drunk. So then we left there, and right across the street was an old style. Back in the day, Taco Bell's, their, their restaurants were shaped like a bell. Do you guys remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah their restaurants looked like a bell. So there was, I saw the bell, and I was like, Taco Bell, yeah. <laughs> I saw the bell. <laughs> I think I heard the ding, too. <laughs> so then I was like, Dave, let's go, Taco Bell. So then we go in there, and then uh, back then, the restrooms were never inside the restaurant at the Taco Bell was behind the mm-hmm. restaurant, the very back of the restaurant. So we went in there and ate. Oh, it was so good. And then we were getting back in the car and I was like, God, I gotta go use the restroom. So I went to the you know, the restroom at the back of the at the restaurant and I sat down in the stall and then I passed out. <laughs> well I fell asleep, I guess. Passed so out. I fell asleep and then Sometime later, I don't know how long it was, but it was a long time, maybe an hour later, I, I, I lost my balance and I hit my head against the side of the stall. <laughs> and then I woke up and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I knew a long time had passed. 
So then I went outside, and Dave w- was still sitting out there. He had kind of fallen asleep, too. And he's like, what happened, dude? And I was like, dude, I fell asleep in the stall. And uh, he's like, oh, my gosh. So then we went home, and then the next morning she called. We're on our way down. And I'm like, yes, everything is so happy. Then uh, I reached in my pocket. And I, I had my wallet still, and I had my keys but nothing else. Oh, my I gosh. lost all the deposit. Oh, no. I don't know if I spent it all. I don't know if someone took it from me. <laughs> we give him a hard time telling yeah. him he was rolled in the bathroom. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I could have sworn that when we left that, because I had my hand on it all yeah. the time. I was yeah. like, I kept grabbing it. yeah, I knew it was there. But uh, yeah. Oh, it's I, one of the unsolved mysteries. Unsolved mysteries, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Jeez. so I ra- I faced her wrath when she got back, but she oh, was surprisingly no. not that bad. She was like, she was more concerned for me. She was like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, but I lost it. And oh, I, yeah, I felt bad. So luckily my dad and mom were, they were living out of the country in Mexico. He was working down there. So mm-hmm. I called him up and we did some shuffling around and, and they helped us out, so we were able to get oh. into the apartment. But yeah, that was uh, that was no fun losing the Jeez. entire deposit for the, the apartment. But, I know, but that, it's a good like story. The anxiety, yeah, the anxiety like the next morning. You know, when you're hungry, mm-hmm. hungover, and you have oh. like, that super like, like, oh no, what I do last feeling, night? Like oh my gosh, what happened? Or like especially when like you're looking for your phone or your wallet. Yes, you're like did I get home with everything last night? Because yeah, I, I don't know, remember. Right yeah, and until you find it, you're just like your heart's just sinking. Oh like, yeah. Oh god. Yeah, that's the way it was. It was horrible. Yeah, it's <laughs> like the worst feeling ever. Yes. Ugh. So you guys move in together, have your first apartment. Um, when did you propose? Um, while in living in the apartment. <laughs> so we lived in the in the third story, like little. It was a one bedroom, but a really tiny apartment. We slept in a single bed for how long? You think? Uh, maybe we were there for a year. A year, maybe like ten months. But we slept half the time in the bedroom, which is a, it was a single bed, and then we had a hide a bed. Thank God for great friends and family that still are friends and family now. Considering we made them carry this hide a bed up three stories, yeah, of really heavy stairs. But um, we would sometimes pull that out and sleep in that because it gave us a little bit more room to yeah. move around. <laughs> that reminds me of friends. Remember, pivot, pivot, pivot. pivot. <laughs> we, we went to that friend. Kayla and I went to a friend's experience, and you like recreate that. It's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, we should post that. We'll post yeah, that. That's, fun. that's awesome. It's super fun. <laughs> yeah, so we were living in this apartment. I was, uh, she, you were still McDonald's then, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was working. Oh, yeah. I was in my McDonald's. Stinky, sweaty skirt. Dry oil. Yeah, I had my skirt on, my shoes. Oh, the long that, like, skirt, the ones that like the, went all down the ankle. Yeah. And, uh, oh, no. and uh, stinky shoes, and my hair was greasy. And I come in the door, and what happens? So she comes in the door, and well, to back up a little bit. I had, was trying to build my credit too, as I was like, you know, I want to buy a house. I I was working McDonald Douglas at the time, starting just kind of starting out. So. Um, I got some in the mail, and back then you did everything by mail. So mm-hmm. I applied for this for a, a, a charge card from Zales Jewelers, a jewelry store that was like at all the malls. And um, a couple weeks later, yeah, I got well that day I got the card in, and I think it was like 
eight or nine hundred dollar credit limit and i was just so excited because i never really had anything like that before mm-hmm. and uh it, i was like man this is just so good now we can start building credit and doing all the things you want to do and then i was just so excited she came home from work so tired and everything and i had wanted i'd been thinking a lot about asking her to marry me and then at the time it just i don't know we start talking about that we start talking about the card i was so excited about it and then it just came out i just like will you marry me <laughs> and she I, was just kind of sitting there initially i got a sales card will you yeah, marry I me got a, i got a sales card we got a credit well i i i was just telling her about it then it just because i'd been thinking about it so much mm-hmm. it just came out and then i was like and then she just started getting teary-eyed and <laughs> there's no going back there's no going back yeah so I, I wanted to make it way better than that. I did, but it just... But it's a great story. I was I so story. excited it's about it. It's a great it. story that continues going on. And it's <laughs> yeah. to to, uh, to be able to tell that story time and time again and get people's reaction to yeah. it is yeah, so, it's it, so worth it. Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, that's how we that's how we, how we did it. And, and then we went into planning mode for the marriage, and it was just great. Well, I think that... Right after he'd asked me to marry him, which we knew that Dave and Evie had already been asked to, um, they were going to get married. And so we went to my grandparents or my grandmother because my grandfather had passed away um, the April before that. And um, when we went to my grandmother to tell her and she's like, she told us straight out, I couldn't pick a better person to be with be with Deanna. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, didn't she? That's what mm-hmm. she told you. Yeah, she was Wasn't so nice. she? I feel like I remember you guys telling me once that she, like, they, there was, it was interesting to her for you to be Mexican, which, well, our, just so everybody knows, our mom's white. Our it's dad's white Mexican. as can be. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Never knew this. And our dad's Mexican. I feel like I remember you mentioning something that, like, they. It was just a different time back then. Yeah, well, I'm Indian too. So. And, yeah, yeah, it was definitely yeah. different. But the Mexican, the Indian part, never really um, was a question with my grandparents. It was more the Hispanic part because where we grew up in Flagstaff, um, there was just so much. There, there was there was a lot of difference in being native or being um, Hispanic or white or black. There was a lot of different. Um, um, issues back then not like they are now it's, it's a little more common to be intermixed and stuff mm-hmm. but back then it wasn't so mm-hmm. um, my grandparents had a, a different kind of honor system with the natives with what that was like one of their loves of mm-hmm. um, culture was yeah, the Native Americans plus my grandmother was um, my grandmother's mom was Cherokee so it really um, you know it spiked interest with her but um, when we went to my grandparent, my grandmother and told her that we were going to get married, she was one of the first ones we told. And she was like, um, don't worry about it. I'm going to make sure they take care of it. But what do you think about going to Vegas? Since Dave and Debbie were having mm-hmm. a huge wedding. And uh, I, at that point, I thought there's no better person to stand up for me than my grandmother because she was, you know, she was always there for me when I needed her. Um you know, when she was sick, I felt like, you know, we were there for her. You know, I was there mm. for her growing up and stuff. And so it worked out really well. We went to mm-hmm. Vegas. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. So you were you were cool with going the Vegas route? and Then I was. Now I wish I probably would have had a different kind of wedding. But I was okay with it then, too. I thought our wedding was awesome. Because I was. So, <laughs> I but, but here's the thing. I was only 19 years old. 
Yeah. Oh, so and so legal drinking. I couldn't drink. Okay. I couldn't yeah, gamble. Yeah. There was nothing in Vegas that was for me. So it was a little different world back then. It's like a huge thing now. Like celebrities are doing yes. it now. But I can understand that. I, I just, I think it's really cool that you guys went off and did like your own thing and then yeah. came back and stuff. But dad, um, how, how was... How was Vegas for you? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm one of the rare people in the world. I have a thing, couple things that make me unique. But one of the things that makes me unique is that I graduated from Grand Canyon High School, which not too many people know about. There's mm-hmm. even a high school there. Uh, but the other unique thing about me is that I actually had my bachelor party the night before I got married. So dun, would you, hold dun, on, before dun. we get into the story, <laughs> would you... For anybody listening who may be getting married here soon. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) No, 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 no. Everyone's, every wedding, everyone that's told me they're getting married and they're having a bachelor party, bachelorette party, I tell them my story and I said, that's the way you do it. I mean, go to Vegas, get a suite. Go to Vegas, night before, get a suite, have craziness happen to you, and then the next day you get married. And it was great. I just, there's not too many people that, that have done that so yeah it was great so tell us about what had happened so you guys drove up there together yep. together we yeah we together. had to be there um a, at least the day before so we could more, make yeah. our plans um we went to the chapel and picked out our flowers but um part of it was that the a limousine would pick us up and take us to the courthouse to mm-hmm. file our license and everything yeah. there um so we would have it for the chapel the next day and the chapel we got married in was called a Candlelight Chapel, which was right next to Riviera, right across the street from Circus Circus. Yeah. So it was a back then. It was a, you know it was it was really one of the the best the, the nicer hotels back then. Yeah. So with the uh, with um, shows and stuff in it. So um, after we had gotten married part of our deal at the hotel was that they gave us a free show at the hotel oh cool it was really cool i thought that was really nice of them and uh we're, we decided the name of it? yes so we decided to stand in line <laughs> this is after we got married and after everybody left we got to stay next extra day and we're standing in line to go to the show and i'm thinking this is gonna be awesome i've never been to show i'm 19 mm-hmm. years old <laughs> i just got married you know it was mm-hmm. just so cool and uh, we're standing there, and we're talking to these other people, and they were just excited. And I turn around, and I look at it, and I'm like, at the the advertisement, I'm like, this is a topless show. Yeah, it's called Crazy Girls. Crazy Girls. Oh, they still have that. <laughs> they actually. still have yeah, it. Yeah, they, they do. They do still have Crazy it. Crazy Girls had stood the test of time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they... So I thought for sure I was going to lose it inside or laugh or something when I'm in there. And for those of you that don't know, I'm very top heavy. So I I have a lot more to offer than some of these girls that were in the show. But I wasn't going to get up there and show them off. And uh, we get in there and we're sitting and I had to be mature about it. Because here again, I'm 19 and I'm with Ambrose, who's Your 21. Husband. And... Uh, I got through it, and it was it was great to see this show, and yeah, it was, was kind of awesome. cool. And there, some of those shows, like you don't expect it to be like entertaining, but it's pretty. It was really it's entertaining, really entertaining. Yeah, but you, but that's not my. That wasn't my first thought impression when I saw the billboard with, <laughs> you know, ladies with just ta- tassels on and stuff, and it was great. But 
So, so let's get back to this yeah. bachelor yeah. party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's go back so to him. there's a lot of story. There's a lot of stuff going on. And unpack so, a lot. So uh, my brother Alan uh, rented us a suite at. Can't remember the hotel. Was it the Sands? I think uh, he rented a two-story hotel suite there. Uh, I had rooms upstairs. Rooms, big, huge bar. It had a view of the uh, the pool. It was just awesome so we go in there and we're having a really really good time uh drinking that's i i think that's maybe the well i guess i had drunk with dave before but yeah that just all of us my dad flew in from mexico Uh, i had a bunch of friends that came along and we just we just started going for it and then (laughs) probably about seven o'clock or so we got a knock on the door and when we open the door this music starts and then like this guy walks in and he's like the security guy then like these i think it was three girls walk in afterwards they walk into our room and the music like going we're like what and then uh yeah so they had these strippers and their security guy uh come into our room and uh they just yeah they just started doing dances and it just went crazy um my dad had flown in from uh, Mexico. I think he was living in Acapulco at the time. And uh, he had brought in like this huge, probably like 12 inch, it was a ceramic dick. <laughs> with penis. Tequila. Penis. penis, dick, whatever. <laughs> that was full of tequila in it. Oh, and gosh. it's like this thing that you can only get over there. And mm-hmm. so he brought this thing in. And, um, and then. Uh, I remember at one point the girls they uh, were dancing for me then they made me lay down on the ground they made all of us kind of lay down but i was the first one and then she took the top off this tequila dick and then she was gonna i was supposed to drink it but when she poured it because she was gonna go down the line and just have us all drink it she poured it in my eyes oh, like straight oh into God. my eyes tequila in your eyes and my oh. eyes are just burning i started oh. yelling ah. And uh, oh, it was, yeah, it, it, that was horrible. But um, what was the other thing he brought you? The cups. Oh yeah, the boob cups. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. He drank so out of the drinking nipple. out of the nipples. Yeah, oh my he gosh. brought boob cups. Too, Your dad so. was grandpa was. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So That's a fun side of grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, we stayed there partying with him. Seemed like hours. It was a long time. And then um, they left a couple hours later. Then we were just all wasted. And then we wanted something to eat, of course, right? You're in Vegas, you're drinking mm-hmm. a lot. Like, let's go grab something to eat. So we walked through the casino, and somehow we ended up like in the food court area. And then it just seemed like we were waiting around forever. So I sat down at a machine and I started just playing. Mm-hmm. And I was actually doing good from what I can remember. So <laughs> I was doing good. And then um, I think my brother came over and got me, and he said, Hey, our food's ready, let's go. And then I just remember right then putting in money and and then pull, that's the one you used to have you used to have to pull down mm-hmm. the arm and he grabbed me right then and then i remember he, he walked away then i heard and then i just walked away i never looked to see what i want i just walked away because they they were all like come on let's eat let's eat i'm like all right and i was just so wasted and then when i later that that next day i was like hey how much did i win and he was like, what do you mean? I was like, yeah, when you grabbed me, I thought, well, one of you guys grabbed what I won. 
No. <laughs> and, you know, so I don't, to this day, I don't even know what I won. Probably made some person very rich. Yeah, probably yeah. made someone, probably the person that stole my deposit money. Yeah. Oh, probably, yeah. They followed you to Vegas yeah. and did that too. Yeah, so <laughs> we ended up there. And then uh, the most best part at the end of the day was uh, we went back and we, I remember distinctly me and Alan and I can't remember someone else were in the bathroom hugging the toilet and we were throwing up and having a conversation. <laughs> and I'd be like, this is the best, best night of my life, bro. And he'd be like, yeah, it's the and we were there hugging the toilet having a conversation throwing up and uh it was just awesome were you hung over for your guys's wedding oh yes yeah our wedding that next day was at four o'clock probably right four or five yes i was completely hung over um but it was awesome could you tell mom oh yes i could definitely tell (laughs) you can still smell it on him and uh his brother was the one that stood up for him and my brother was the one that walked me down the aisle so it started with him knowing that he was still no, pretty oh much no, that Bubba was, still Bubba was still pretty much toast um evie was with me and they had just a little bathroom area to get ready and mm-hmm. we're sweating in there already so i'm sure we're sweating and we're not even hung over so these guys <laughs> were had to been twice as miserable as we were because it was in, it was in, in uh, july yeah yeah it was hot out so Definitely no, hot. July? Yeah, July, June, July. July. Yeah, July, July 26th. Yeah. A so. little side note to this. A couple years ago, uh, I was doing this. We were going to go to Vegas, and I was just looking up stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And then I somehow got, one of the things said, go check out the Clark County Museum. And um, I had seen a story about the museum had saved, was trying to save this chapel that it was being going to be torn down. So, and then I started reading on it, and it was the Candlelight Chapel. Mm. So, what happened is when the Riviera got torn down, the Candlelight Chapel was moved, and it sat in some maintenance yard or a field for, for, they moved it, and it sat there for years and years. And then the Clark County Museum decided to buy it and, and move it there. So, uh, on our way back home, we went to Vegas for just a long weekend, and I was like, I've always wanted to go to this museum. And uh, so we pull up to museum, and I'm sure she's probably thinking I'm crazy. And then we get out, and she looks over there. She's like, "Hey, but that's our chapel. That's the chapel." Aww. I'm like, "Yes, it is." <laughs> yeah, and so it really looks cute. exactly like oh, the way, exactly, exactly really? the way it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's awesome. Yes. Yeah, so cool. Very good. Love what it. was your night before your wedding, mom? Like, um, was nothing as interesting <laughs> as dad's by any means. Well, I can only, you're 19. You can't really do no, anything in Vegas. No, and. Um, Evie was there with me and our friend Trudy was there with us and they went out to try to find something to do, whether it was like a, a movie or, you know, dirty movie or some drinks or whatever. And like trying to sling. Yeah. It was like nothing really was planned. So then they get back and, um, we're half asleep by that point. Um, Denise was the only other person that was there with me. So... We just kind of, just kind of very, very low key. We did a little bit of drinking when they got back, but nothing major. Was not, still even then, I was not a big drinker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, cool. Much different nights. Do you guys think you guys will ever want to renew your vows? Oh, we've talked about that a lot of times. Yeah, I would like to. Yeah. I still think you should go with Vegas, though. I still think I like, so, too. I feel like that's so perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. 
We could like sneak into the museum Clark, Clark. <laughs> at night, do a night wedding. <laughs> you know what they do have there, which I would love as part of that would be cool, is they actually have albums based upon the years, and you can actually take pictures of your wedding that was in there and mm. put it in this album that's actually at the museum. So mm. when you go into the exhibit and you walk in there, it actually has albums. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I'd love to just get pictures and stuff and just and then you just ask them and they just put it in there so, wow. so cool. that's really cool but it'd be better to break in yeah <laughs> way better I think yes. so, too. so you guys are married you i mean right afterwards was oh. the sideshow attraction right <laughs> was I the mean, what the sideshow attraction yeah yes. not much couple, because it yeah, was less than a year it was a let yeah she was born um, I'm the sideshow attraction, guys. Yes. <laughs> yes. She was born 11 months to the date that we got married. So yeah, we got married okay. July 26th, oh, and wow. she was born June 26th. Babies take them for months, right? <laughs> 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 I have nine months. <laughs> yes, babies take, take nine months. Well, a full 10. Yeah, 10 months, It's right? the end of the ninth, so it's 10, 40 okay. weeks. Oh, yeah, I guess. And she was 42 weeks, actually. something at me? She was more like forty two weeks. At me, Mom. Uh oh. Here the siblings go. <laughs> so how did you guys found out between well, first me, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> first child syndrome. Oh my gosh. Kayla has hardcore second child syndrome. So, so how did you find out that you were pregnant? So you you were um you're pretty easy. I mean, I, I was I mean, I felt that there was something different, obviously, and we went right away and we yeah. got checked at the doctor's office together, and uh, we found out right away that we were pregnant with you. Um, it was probably in, um, it was closer to like August when we found out. Yeah. So you'd like just turned 20. So I just turned 20, wow. yes. When I found out I was pregnant. That sounds so young. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah, so young. I know. Well, you were 21. So I, another math thing, <laughs> got in, I got married in February. Yeah, honey. And honey was born Can't wait in... to listen to this part. <laughs> <laughs> honey, we all love you. We um, do. But no, so it was, yeah, I was pregnant at my wedding because it was 10 months later in November. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yes. But um, so you were, you were right away. And then um, Kayla, we talked about having another kid, um, but we just weren't sure what the timing was just at that point. Unsure. I know Kayla are... It sounds like me. Unsure. <laughs> Unsure. <it>. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we did decide at that point that we, you know, if we were going to have any more kids, we need to have now because we didn't want to have them when we got full into whatever career mm-hmm. we were going to be into because, I mean... Nothing makes it more stressful when you're yeah. pregnant in a, you know, a, a career situation. But, um, so th- that's when uh, Kayla just happened to pop into our life after New Year's that year. The blessed miracle. <laughs> the blessed miracle. <laughs> Kayla, thank you, Patty and Alan, for that wonderful New yeah. Year's Eve. Actually, I'd like to thank the red flannel that Dad was wearing because that, I mean, of course he was going to get laid that night. It was a nice <laughs> <Yeah>. red flannel. <laughs> Is there a picture? There's a picture. Yeah, no, he. Yeah, it. it's when he was doing. He was doing the um, um, what's it called? The conga. The conga, conga line. and at a very fancy New Year's Eve party, 
um, ball downtown. I was going to say, how'd you guys get invited to fancy? Oh, you just went, bought tickets. You had to buy tickets, oh, but okay. Patty yeah. and Ellen bought us tickets to go oh. with them and spend that. Oh, yeah, Kayla, we know about that. We're Gallo Girls now. We are Gallo Girls <laughs> oh, now. Yeah. That's right. We have to, I'll insert that in the, at the end of this podcast. <laughs> but you um, you were with Grandma Tilly that year. We left you at home with Grandma Tilly um, while we went to the to this ball. And it was it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was one of those drunken nights. So <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. It was a miracle. Yeah. I think it was, we were in the Hilton too, huh? Mm -hmm. That, you know, the Hilton with the spinning, the spinning uh, restaurant on top. Is it, oh, oh, in 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 Phoenix? Phoenix? Uh Yeah, downtown Phoenix. Oh, I thought you were going to The compass room? The compass room. Yeah, the Arizona Grand. The Hilton was below. Oh, okay. I think that's the Arizona Grand now. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, it was that hotel, so. You know what's funny is Roman and I went there after... His senior year prom and stayed there after his prom. Oh wow! Oh, that's right. I yeah. do remember that. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so, who were we each named after? Um, you were named after. I had these two um, really cute, very bubbly um, teenage girls that worked for me at McDonald's. They're twins, and their name were um, Tara and Amberly, and um, or Amber. And I really wanted one of our names to be part of your name. So Amberly being the feminine part for Ambrose, um, that really stuck with us. But um, I basically got to name you Tara Amberly. Yeah. Then the, when Kayla came around, around I, I said I wanted to kind of take charge of at least one name. Man so it then, up a little bit. <laughs> so As Kayla flexes, kisses her kisses muscles. the biceps. So I had always had an affinition for a uh, um uh, the the Shelby Shelby race car. It's a it's a uh, um Cobra Shelby race car. So then I all I just love that name too Shelby. So I was like I want to name her Shelby, but then we were like talking about it, right? And mm-hmm. how do we come up with Kayla? Um I there was a soap opera that oh, I really liked right, that name <laughs> that yeah. I heard on, I I didn't really watch it, but I'd heard it several times on there. Yeah, and then Shelby Kayla just didn't sound right. Yeah. It didn't roll right. So then we were like, Kayla Shelby. There we so go. I got to name you too. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally what I go by on everything on social yeah. media. Everything's Kayla Shelby. Like my Facebook is Facebook.com slash Kayla Shelby. My Instagram's Kayla Shelby. Everything's Kayla Shelby. So great job naming me. <laughs> I don't know. Go. I don't ever go by anything with no, Amberly. No, you don't. Because it, no, you don't, huh? It, I don't know. I just... It feels like it doesn't flow as much as Kayla Shelby. Well, besides the fact when you got in trouble. Yes. Whenever you get in trouble, it was Tara Amberley. Tara Amberley. But I heard Kayla Shelby a lot more than that. I only remember you saying that. I don't remember Tara. I don't remember dad ever saying Tara Amberley. Yeah. My mom would always call me dipshit. That was my nickname. My mom would always be like, it'd be like, Tara, Kayla, Tara, Kayla, Kayla, wait, Kayla, 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 one of you guys, one of you guys, stop it. Now it's, honey, Tara, Tara, Tara honey, Tara, honey, <laughs> and still, Melanie so. gets in there every now and then. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. That it's, is funny. It's tough. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm. Don't Mom tell me brain. you guys haven't had it happen to you. I only have one child. I don't have to. And I have two different genders, so. Yeah, yeah. that's tough. <laughs> it's pretty easy on, on I us. do, though, like with Amanda. Because Amanda and Meme kind of sound like yeah. I call Amanda Meme all the time. Uh, really? Yeah, all the time. I'll be like Meme, <laughs> Amanda. I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So, what do you remember from when we were born? 
Like, is there any yeah any stories? crazy hospital stories? Well, Tara Tara's hospital story was a little different. Um, when we had her, um, we had Dan staying with us at the time uh, because Ambrose was working, so he stayed at home with me just in case I needed anything. So when we had uh, Tara. My mom had driven down and picked uh, picked Dan up and took him to the hospital. And I still hadn't had you yet. I just barely was, I was in labor. And um, because you were born the next morning. So she'd gotten down here and she'd picked him up and come over to the hospital. And right after I had you, there was still blood and everything on the floor from having you. And he'd walked by and was outside the room. So just a little different for a nine-year-old oh gosh, to be yeah. at the hospital and see that. His sister. His sister having oh, a baby no. and being in pain. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and he was like my little baby back then too. Mm-hmm. And then for, uh, but you were, um, I had no pain medicine or anything with you. Crazy woman. I know. I thought, I, I can't give her drugs. I've never done it myself. I can't give her any drugs. <laughs> so then, uh. Uh, it was a little bit different when I had Kayla. I was like, "Sign me up now! <laughs> Give me them all! <laughs> Give me!" I signed for the I signed for the uh, epidural. Whenever I don't blame it was. you, I have a massive head. <laughs> you do. We all have massive. Me, <laughs> Kayla, you, and my dad. We yeah, get it we from dad and honey because honey, honey wouldn't even come honey. out. We had to have a C section with honey, right? <laughs> That's very true. But um, for Kayla, was her. Um, I started hypoventilating when I was when I started contractions finally with you, and at that point they had said, "Well, you have to have an epidural now because you're hypoventilating," and you'd had the cord wrap around your neck, so it took a little while for them to get that situated um, to be able to deliver you. But it was perfect timing because as soon as my mom and my grandma left the room to go downstairs to have a smoke, you decided it was time to come. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> so like, I don't Should want an audience. <laughs> yeah. They weren't going to stay. They, no one was allowed to stay once we started delivering. We already made that clear to them all. Yeah. So, But your dad was wonderful during both births. Um, you didn't faint or anything? No. no, I just remember my feet hurting. Yeah. Oh, you were the wrong shoes. Yeah, I was like in flip-flops for, for Tara's and just my... Every time I wanted to sit down, she'd be like, ah, and she'd like, need me there. Then I'd stand, and then I'd go sit down. And, and rubbing ah. my back. Yeah, I'd be rubbing her back. So, yeah, my feet were killing me. Ugh. That's so funny, because Roman threw his back out when Honey was yes. born. Yeah, I, I remember that. when you guys got home. It, to, yeah, that was very difficult. Uh, we, had to ha- we met you at your house, and we had to carry the baby and everything in because he couldn't. His back mm-hmm. was... Uh, he, we, babe, we had to take care of all three of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yep, I just I remember when Kayla was born that uh, I had a business back then. I had a janitorial business. And, mm-hmm. and he left me. I had to like leave to go do this job before the office opened. So yeah. it was like, what, at like four, three in the morning mm-hmm. or four in the morning? Um, you were born. I left, went and did the job and came it was just oh man that's get that back i hated it yeah i was like <laughs> yep. oh god this is horrible that but, sucks yeah but yeah and my feet were hurting then too <laughs> yeah Fair. so those of you guys yeah when you go have the birthing bag together get like some crocs or some comfortable <laughs> something comfortable yeah yes we could definitely teach you a few things about that by now yeah <laughs> what was like one of the scarier parts of like being like a first-time parent Oh, definitely. Um, when we brought Tara home, um, 
we because we really didn't know a lot about it. Yeah. You well, know? I thought we were prepared. But we, you we know, those birthing, birthing class. class, classes, mm-hmm. we signed up for that, and we were the only couple that went through every, every class. Every single class. Yeah. Which it was over a couple months, I think. Oh. Um, I felt I felt comfortable with it. It didn't seem the same, right? It no, like there it was, was just. There's still things that, yeah, when like, you get home and you're by yourselves, and it's like, yeah, well, okay, no we, it's just the three of us. Because we didn't have parents or grandparents that stuck around and came and stayed with us or anything like that we were and and we didn't back then they didn't have how they have the the men get to stay home for paternity leave leave. yeah they didn't have that back then he got a a week off he got a week off and then he was gone yeah and then i was by myself so it was a little it was a little different for me to be and to be home because i'm so used to working all the time but Mm -hmm. to be home and be totally 100 percent responsible for this little child so but then by the time then by the time you came around um it was a uh, it was a lot more easier and comfortable yeah so it was, it was easier having to yes. i was just gonna ask you if it, well, it like, was yeah. it was yes yeah. is it because she was entertained with me she was in love with you she still is <laughs> <laughs> nothing's changed i love you she was in love with you and i think i think some of it too started with matt because matt was born um you know between mm-hmm. you guys and she she was in love with matt every time matt, matt i'm come... still in love with you too <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as we you know as soon as she got to be around matt we have pictures of her holding matt mm-hmm. and loving on matt all the time every time matt was around and uh, so when you came around, it was the same thing. But she got to have you there all the time. And mm-hmm. there was sometimes she got sick of it, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, for the most part, she was, you know, always wanted to help change your diaper. She always wanted to be there feeding you. She had it down. She wanted to feed you all the time. I just remember giving her dirty diapers and she never complained. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, no matter how dirty it was, here you go. And it, it was her job to go throw away the dirty <laughs> diaper. <laughs> And I she never complained. Shit, yeah. <laughs> she still she definitely she still <laughs> couldn't need to. Yeah, she never complained. She would just take that and that was her little job to do. And you know what I just thought of is um I feel like there's a picture, I don't know if it's of me or Kayla, where Dad, didn't you set us up with like money oh, and I yes. was literally just yeah. thinking it was the same thing. That's yes. so crazy. It was you. Yeah, it was, it was, you. It was with so the beer bottles in the cash. Yeah, there's this picture of me that just this tiny baby with like beer bottles next to me and cash around yes. me. Yeah. I, I was looking for a gun too. I was gonna put a gun there. Too. <laughs> El Chapo or something. El Chapo. Oh, my, oh God. my gosh. I don't know. Oh, my just God. Just the visual. It's just hilarious. That's when you know it's, it's like... a first-time like parent. They're yeah. like, what kind of funny shit can I put my kid I just remember the night, too. when I uh, was not there. Just to say I was not there during this. The night, too. Uh, um, she was working late, and you were on, in bed with me, but you you had really long, dark hair, and we had a, a black cat. And um, Oh, yes. And she came home really late at night. And the cat used to kind of sleep on the bed too, but sometimes she was afraid of the cat like smothering you, like sleeping close to your face, you know. So, uh, so she came home. She was kind of tired. She turned on the hallway light, and she saw just the black hair on the side of the bed. And then she kicked it, and it was you <gasps> instead of the cat. <laughs> you kicked me. I've never heard. This I haven't either. Well, he did the same. No, you know that he did the same thing in the purple house. He pushed you off the bed. Yeah, I remember that too. Because he thought that you were the cat. So yeah, I don't she know. Kicked you and you were like, eh. 
But the thing is to say, we lived in a trailer, and the we didn't even have like the beds were on the ground. Mm-hmm. We had just two mattresses on the ground because <laughs> like, we were really so dirt poor. <laughs> and she just rolls off. I'm like, awesome. oh, oh, at least I didn't drop you from up high. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's so yeah, I forgot that about fun. that. <laughs> he kicked me. Yeah, I a never little mo- that. No- noisy, mate. Uh, like you're asleep. <laughs> went back to sleep. Yeah, just went back to sleep. Oh my god, you're gonna make me pee my pants. Thought I was a cat. Oh my god. Okay, Gatto. (laughs) Sorry, Gatto. That was was Gatto. Yeah, that was Gatto. First cat. Yeah, that was our cat we took from Flagstaff. Wow. From when dad was in college. Yeah. Really? So yes. how did we get that cat then? He, it was, I don't know, it was a stray cat you guys took? Yeah, it was, I think it was a stray cat that we just found at the trailer at park. At the trailer park. And so we oh. took it in and we brought it it's back. It's like our cat home. now. We just take in strays. And I know. <laughs> it's well, it's funny because we didn't bring the cat down when we lived in the apartment. When It was after we left the apartment after you were born that we lived and we moved into the trailer and we got to take her. Oh, uh, really? We brought her down. Oh, wow. Because they were getting rid of the trailer up yeah. in, oh, in, okay. in a... Flagstaff, and we're like, she doesn't know anywhere else, you know. Yeah. So we brought her home. <laughs> wow, that's funny. Yeah, because yeah, I remember that cat growing up. Uh huh. I didn't realize that was when you guys got yeah, her either. Yeah, that's crazy. Yep, yep. So we've gotten through part one, guys. Yay! Yay. Awesome. How you feel? How was it? Uh, fun. <laughs> <laughs> Is it as stressful as you thought it was going to be? Um, no, Mm-mm. no, not at all. Oh, that's great. Just reliving, you know, fun times with you guys and getting, you know, letting you guys hear some of the crazy stories again about your dad, you know, (laughs) because I'm not that crazy. (laughs) You guys balance each other out so well. That's what really helps us, too. That's like we, we really are like really good, like, like parts of you guys. Like we really are half and half you guys. Oh, yes. That's crazy. Yes. All right, ying, ying, ying. All right, well, we'll be getting into part two here um, where we kind of talk about more recent and um, upcoming life stuff. So thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.